From rockoutjapan.com, you're listening to Nihongaku Radio, episode 66. I'm your host, Jonathan McNamara, and mark my words, this is going to be a great show. We'll hear from J-pop royalty Dreams Come True, check back in with the chill hip-hop vibes of a soboism, and we've got a special guest in our featured artist set for this episode. And it all starts with this song. Here's Kirei Goto by Basu Teton, right here on Nihongaku Radio.
You just heard from the pop rock duo that is Yorushka. Yorushka formed in 2017 by guitarist and composer En Buna and Suis on vocals. And good news, their latest album Elma is out today, August 28, 2020. So if you're hearing this in real time, go check out those new tunes. This song is Jun Tome Shonen from the Yorushka EP Make Inu Ni Onkoru Wa Iranai, released in May of 2018. Before that was Backdrop Bomb with their single Ain't Nothing, released in June of 2019. Backdrop Bomb's been around for quite a while. The band formed in 1994 by five musicians representing radically different musical styles. The combination is a sound that's difficult to pin down, but a ton of fun to listen to. If you dig this Backdrop Bomb track, be sure and check out their debut album, 1999's Micro Maxim. And starting off our first set of music was Basu Teton with their song Kirei Goto from their debut and seemingly only album Hitori Ja Ikite Ikanakata, or I Couldn't Live Alone. The band called it quits earlier this month. I'm glad we got this album and a couple of singles though. Coming up next is a relatively new one from Paspie. Here's Resonance right here on Nihongaku Radio.
You just heard Jazz Quintet Blue Swing with a song called Move On from their album Underscore 2016, released in, you guessed it, 2016. If you like this song, I recommend checking out Blue Swing's 10th anniversary best album to get a well-rounded sense of the group. Before that was Dreams Come True with a song called Suretete Suretete from their 2009 album Do You Dreams Come True, which was the band's 15th studio album. Dreams Come True has been around since 1988. The band originally formed with Miwa Yoshida on vocals, Takahiro Nishikawa on keyboards, and Masato Nakamura on bass. Takahiro Nishikawa left the band in 2003 to pursue a solo career, but the remaining two members pressed on. They've sold more than 50 million records worldwide, and their 1992 album The Swinging Star was the first Japanese album to sell more than 3 million copies. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that Masato Nakamura composed the music for Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2 on the Sega Mega Drive, or if you're in America, the Sega Genesis. Starting off our second set of music was Passepied with Resonance from their 2019 album More Humor. Passepied formed in 2009. More Humor is the band's fifth album since their first album, Performer Appearance, dropped in 2013. Coming up next is a return appearance by Japanese hip-hop artist Asoboism. Here's Naive, right here on Nihongaku Radio.
just heard Studio Studio with Port Island, the title track from Studio Studio's 2018 release. If you like this song, you'll be happy to hear that Studio Studio is releasing a brand new single in just a couple of days. For more details on that, stay tuned to Studio Studio's Twitter account, T-S-U-D-I-O Studio underscore Studio, S-T-U-D-I-O. Port Island has a vaporwave feel to it. Even the description for the album on the label Local Vision's website feels dreamlike. It reads, The stage of this album is Kobe, but it's a fictional Kobe, a fictional city of convenient fashion and love where there were no catastrophic events such as the depression and the earthquake. Before that was rap duo Kelmiko with Himitsu from the group's album Fishing, released in August of 2019. The two members of Kelmiko bonded over their love for Japanese hip-hop group Rip Slime in 2014. Since then, they've released four albums, two mini-albums, and a ton of singles. 
They also appeared on an M-Flow single called Runaways. So there's plenty of Kelmico out there if you're interested. And starting off our third set of music was another track from Asoboism. We heard her song Totsuka on the last episode, and I promised we'd hear more. Naive is Asoboism's most recent single released in July of this year. Our featured artist set for this episode is all about an excellent rock band called The Yellow Monkey. To explain who these guys are and why their music is so good, it's my pleasure to introduce you to a friend of the show and Yellow Monkey superfan, Mr. Brian Clark. Brian has spent a ton of time poring over lyrics and interviews to create a treasure trove of Yellow Monkey translations over at his site, onemillionpower.com. But enough from me. Let's hear from the man himself. My name is Brian Clark, and I run a site called onemillionpower.com, where I write uh, about a lot of different things related to Japanese music and gaming culture. Uh, but most relevant to this is probably the uh, ongoing series of features I've been doing on our featured artists here. Uh, where I'm kind of going through and translating their albums chronologically. So you're you're translating the lyrics for every album in chronological order? Uh, I am not only translating the lyrics, uh, I'm doing a bit of analysis on them, kind of providing some historical context, and also translating interviews, uh, magazine interviews, uh, with the band from around the time of each album that I can get my hands on, just to kind of... Uh, you know, provide a little more context, which is why this project is taking me so long. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that would take a really long time, but that's so powerful and useful because uh, there's not a lot of information about a lot of Japanese bands, particularly bands that have been around a while. It's kind of a Absolutely. double-edged sword because there's so much music, but frequently interviews that happened in like the 90s might as well be non-existent. And if you can find them, they're in Japanese. So if you don't read Japanese, they can be very hard to, you know, get through. For sure. Okay, so t- tell me about Yellow Monkey. Um, I sure. came across them for the first time completely by accident. Uh, in the time that I did get to spend in Japan, I went to a resale shop and I was browsing the CD section and here's this band called The Yellow Monkey and I, of course I had to pick it up and it wound up being um, one of their best of collections. Okay, I was going to ask you which album it was, but that answers that question. Yeah, and oh man, I mean I was, I was just buying stuff left and right just because I didn't know and I yeah. just wanted to listen to as much stuff as I could. Um, and Yellow Monkey right from the beginning uh, was was good. It was definitely on another level for me. It wasn't like, ah, this is interesting or whatever. It was like, nope, I'm going to be listening to this for a long time to come. I know it right now. But what got you into the band? Sure. Uh, so what got me into the band? It's a very unoriginal story, uh, I'm sure, for Western fans of the band. Uh, but I was a big fan of uh, Rudoni Kenshin, uh, the, the samurai anime that was extremely popular in the late 90s. Uh, and of course, the first ending to that show was Tactics, uh, mm-hmm. a Yellow Monkey single. And I think the only one of theirs that's ever been used in an anime. They're not typically that kind of a band, I guess. Uh, so I just kind of piggybacked from there and started exploring their catalog as much as I could uh, in the late 90s as a, you know, broke uh, late high school student who could not afford to and really there was no way to import CDs from Japan back then very easily uh, so a lot of it was through like a, a Napster whatnot for people who remember that uh, sure. and later on I actually started buying some of the albums when the opportunity presented itself and uh, they very quickly became like my favorite band period 
Right on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of Westerners have discovered Japanese music and various other types of Asian music in that way. For sure. Tell me a little bit about the songs that you've picked for the featured artist set for this episode. Sure. Uh, so the first one uh, is called Rockstar, which is from their 1994 album Jaguar Hard Pain, uh, which is not a single. It's just an album track. Uh, but I think it it's kind of representative of just how infectious the melodies in their songs can be when they're very upbeat. Uh, there are live versions of this song that are absolutely amazing because they have like a brass section and whatnot in them. Um, so people can try and seek those out if they want to. Uh, and it's also an example, uh, if you have access to translations of the lyrics, which in the case of this song, you do uh, at my site. <laughs> Uh, Thank you very much. It's, it's a it's a good example of just kind of how uh, tongue in cheek uh, Kazuya Yoshi's lyrics can be sometimes, because uh, the song is essentially just about like pre like the preconceived notion uh, of a rock star and and that sort of thing. I'll I'll let people read uh read more about it there to get the details. Uh, the second song in the set is Burn, uh, which is an extremely popular single of theirs uh, from a 1998 album called Punch Drunkard, uh, which was probably from the heyday of their popularity, to be honest. Uh, so any anybody who knows the band outside of, uh, you know, Tactics, there's a very good chance you might have heard this song. Uh, and to me, this actually really exemplifies how they mix uh, their Eastern and Western influences because largely I would describe them as a band that takes a lot from uh, early British glam rock. Uh, mm. But in this song, you can really hear like the older Japanese, like folk pop and Enka influences uh, in the nice. melody lines. I think they really, really shine through and burn more than maybe any of the other band's songs. Uh, and the last one in the set is Love Home, which is actually from their very recent uh, 2019 album 4-9, uh, which is written out 9999, but they actually pronounce it 4-9. Uh, of course. And, uh, their sound is a is a bit different on this album. It's not it's not too great of a departure, uh, but I think it is probably just kind of one of the the better songs to showcase. Uh, what they sound like after coming back from a, a many, many year hiatus. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Uh, I'm looking forward to hear the, hearing the songs. Here's our first song in a special guest set, featured artist set. Uh, it's Rockstar from the Yellow Monkey from 1994. Thank you, Brian Clark. Thank you.
You just heard Love Home from the Yellow Monkey's 2019 album 4-9. Before that was Burn from the Yellow Monkey's 1998 album Punch Drunkard, which just happens to be a favorite of mine. And starting our featured artist set with the Yellow Monkey was Rockstar from the band's 1994 album Jaguar Hard Pain. Huge thanks to Brian Clark for curating this episode's featured artist set and for his work translating the band's lyrics and interviews for Western listeners to enjoy. Be sure and check out his site, onemillionpower.com, for more on his Yellow Monkey project, translated interviews with Japanese game developers, and more awesome stuff. You can also follow him on Twitter like I do. Just look for bclarkomp. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Nihongaku Radio. If you dig the show, consider subscribing to Nihongaku Radio on your preferred podcasting platform. And if you want to support the show, there are a few things you can do. Share the show with a friend, especially if they don't know they like Japanese music just yet. Leave a comment or rating for the show on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to follow Nihongaku on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates and also to make requests. I'll be back on Friday, September 11th with a fresh new episode. And in the meantime, there are a ton of back episodes on the official home for Nihongaku Radio, rockoutjapan.com. Before I go, I've got one more song for you. Last episode's bonus track was the theme for the Mobile Suit Gundam Victory anime. This episode, I'm shining some light on the opening for After War Gundam X and its opening theme, Dreams, the debut single from J-pop group Romantic Mode. Until next time, jamata.
people that will bring you